0: Hello? Hello? Hello?
1: Hi. Oh my god, it's working. Thank god. Hey. Okay, on, let me get this started. Oh my goodness. I wonder if it was just her connection then, because it was definitely acting crazy yesterday.
0: Oh, All right, well, I mean, I did turn off my Wi-Fi.
1: Well, there we go. It literally sounds perfect, so I'm excited. Are you excited?
0: I am. I'm highly excited. I was thinking about this all day. Okay, cool. Yay.
1: Okay, so (laughs) I don't even need all these extra gadgets I'm pulled up because it's working. Okay, we're going to start this thing in three. You ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another fucking podcast episode of What Is There To Even Talk About, formerly known as i just want to fucking know i am your host nature valley and today i have a very special guest with me i have a really good friend but i won't do too much introduction i'll let her do it herself so welcome my special guest
0: hello hi you guys thank you for inviting me to this awesome show first of all it's it's an honor to be honest (laughs) Uh, well, my name is May Moon, aka Moony, aka May Moo. I'm joking about the last one, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'm here.
1: Do you have any like um, social media you want to give a shout out to?
0: Um, social media. If y'all want to follow me on Twitter, my Twitter name is uh, Moony Goony underscore. I don't know if it's in between my name or after my name. I think it's after my name.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'll leave all of her socials in the bio thingy so you guys can check her out as well. But let's just get right on in. So, guys, this is the second episode of this series called 20-somethings, where we'll be essentially chatting with a few of my close friends and some other people who really wanted to be a part of this project. So I'm excited. Um, We'll be talking to them about their experiences as a 20-something year old and kind of just, you know, opening up the conversations that a lot of people don't have as a 20-something because of whatever reasons, be it shame, fear, uh, anxiety, whatever the case may be. So yeah, Uh, my first question for you Is how old are you?
0: I am twenty five, living large.
1: Not living large. And so, like, as far as so you're 25 years old, so as far as like um life, what are you doing in life right now? Are you working? Are you in school?
0: Yes, so right now, currently I'm in school. Go hoagies. Um And I don't currently have a job. I am on, like, this work-study thing, but it's, like, super hard to find a work-study at this school. Mm -hmm. So I'm struggling with that, and that's the only thing that's going on in my life. I am – no, actually, I am a TA Mm -hmm. for one of my favorite professors at this university. I took his class. It was Intro to um, African Studies. Mm -hmm and it was it was nice because he he engaged with the class in a trolling way and it was it was just unique and I enjoyed it and I enjoyed TAing for him this semester too and it's just super great
1: okay okay so like what are you studying in school since your your primary job right now is school what are you studying
0: I am a communications major a sociology minor uh a little background about communication is like it's everywhere like we need it for everything there's like interpersonal communication there's like health communication different types of way to like present yourself in a health environment or a health like health career environment hmm. and there's like just so many types of communication out there and it's it's a wonderful <laughs> wonderful major i think
1: so what is your focus um in communication
0: It's just communication studies. Okay. I'm taking, like, just the basic things like media writing, visual media, interpersonal communication, all the jazz.
1: Okay, okay. So, like, not to jump too far ahead or to, like, spook you, because I know that, I mean, being a 20-something myself, I hate this question, and I hated it when I was in school, too. Like, what do you plan on doing with communications? But, like, if you have any idea of that like what would you say um, is your goal in taking um, communications classes even if it's not like career goals like what is your purpose in taking it?
0: My purpose is it just kind of like fell onto to me to be honest I was like I didn't know what I want to major mm-hmm. and I just looked through the list of majors um, at our school and communication just like it fit so perfectly for me because like I didn't know what I was getting into but in but I knew what I was getting into. And like what I wanna do after I graduate, inshallah, is like I'm I'm supposed to be graduating next semester. Whew, child, am I ready for that day? Um, but what I want to do is actually go for my masters straight after so I don't have to like I don't I don't wanna stop now. Like yeah. I'm on like a whole move and me being 25 and all my peers being like younger than me is like what have I what have I been doing with my life Mm -hmm. like it's like but it's like I also try not to compare myself because it's like I have my own things to do like this is this pace works for me Mm -hmm. and I'm at where I'm at now because I trusted myself to go at the pace that I am
1: so it's like it's no rush Okay, I like that. So, like, you said you wanted to go straight to grad school after. Would you be getting your communications master's, or would you study something else?
0: I am going to be studying something else. So, like, at this time until um, next fall, I I need to decide. Like, I'm going through the motions of, like, deciding what I want to do in my Mm -hmm. life. Like, what, like, in regards to grad school, like, what do I want to do? And it's not going to be communication. That's all I know. Hmm, why not? I feel like um, I feel like it's a great thing to have. I don't want to have like I know it sounds weird, but it's like I don't want to have a bachelor's in communication, then a master's in communication. I want to do some like something different, like a whole other skill, like in my inventory. That's 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 what I'm trying, I'm trying to say.
1: Okay, so kind of just, like, broaden your horizons. Don't limit yourself to one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you know what types of things you would be interested in, or are you still kind of exploring that?
0: Um, I'm very much exploring it, but I need something that makes money because I can't be poor no more. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I need.
1: I feel it. So, like, aside from what, like, our future plans, because that's, scary as shit because none of us know the future like how would you say that you're feeling about college and like just existing right now as a 20 something year old
0: it's really hard out here because it's like we have to be conscious about everything like Mm -hmm. with the social media and all the awareness that people are giving things that are like so important it's just like so overwhelming and I feel like you you can't just get lost in the moment like it's so easy to excuse me sorry I'm like shaking right now and I don't know why but um actually no it's cold in here um so I was like I'm not trying to say this it's like it's it's really hard because we're just like we're like going through the crisis of climate change (laughs) like there's kids in like in cages like it's just so many things the the forest is on fire hurricane dorian like so many things going on but it's like we got to focus on ourselves but we also want to be aware and conscious and that's like very hard to do because we're so young and we still haven't learned like we we like we're still learning and it's like it's so hard that's that's just how i feel like it's so hard but we can't like get lost into it
1: Okay, pause. I'm so sorry. I had to poop so bad. <laughs> oh my god. I was trying. I thought I was going to not make as much noise, but we're just going to take a break. Into I <laughs> say- okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to hold it so
0: bad. <laughs> I was literally thinking about pooping earlier today, and I was like, I got to, but I hope my roommate's not here, because if she goes to the bathroom, it's going to stink. I'm dead. You gotta use a candle. Thing. I
1: had a, um, a bean black burger. Oh, yes. that's what I'm making for dinner.
0: Yes, girl. I am hip. Hip.
1: Those things bang. Right. I'm done. It wasn't its prime. It was ready. I had like
0: canova today. So it went like right. Oh, shit. Yo, I like it. It finally grew on me.
1: almost done. I almost done. Get back to our regular schedule. Woo! <laughs> <gasps> okay. Okay, so I'm going to start back. Three. <laughs> nice. See, I look, you might keep that in. That's kind of funny, but I don't know yet. But, okay. Three, two, one. So, yeah, I know you were talking about, like, the um, you're feeling a lot of, like, societal pressures as a as a 20-something, but, like, do you feel anything other than – well, okay, how can I put this? Like, so you spoke about the forest fires and you spoke about the detainment of children and things like that. Like, I guess my question would be why um, do you feel that that's a, a – a, not a responsibility I guess why do you think that's a responsibility that you're taking on now
0: I mean I just they're like that should not be happening that's like what I'm saying like children should not be put in cages in my opinion mm-hmm. um yeah. and I just like that's not that's not morally right and it's like weighing heavily on me like I know that these kids aren't in prison but I was like what can I do like other than mm-hmm. making it more aware not not prison cages, um, making it more aware, but it's, like, I, I'm doing so little, and it's, like, my conscious is, like, guilty, and everything, Cause like, some out here, and there, and there, it's, like, it's this complicated feeling of guilt all the time, and, like, with the, with the, with the amazon forest being on fire like mm-hmm. first of all i just want to like how that shit started because mm-hmm. that's a huge forest that's a whole that's a whole ecosystem like mm-hmm. and then it's like it's been going on for days and like nobody's i'm still not sure if anybody still put it out or anything like mm-hmm. it's scary it's just scary to know these things and not be able to do as much as you want to do because you have your own life that you want to get on track in this like messed up society.
1: So where do you feel like, where do you feel like those things kind of um, intertwine? Like you have your own life, but you're also very much concerned with like, you know, the happenings of everything around you. Like, where do you think?
0: Um, I would, think like me like i i I feel like social media plays a big big role Mm. in this generation and like me being on social media all the time and seeing these things i was like okay i can just draw other people's attention awareness who could probably do more than me so i feel like social media and like just retweeting or posting it anywhere would be good
1: like, With that, I think it's interesting to point out, like, do you feel like social media has helped or harmed our generation? Or maybe a combination of both?
0: I would say a combination. Because social media now is, like, the power. Like, it's where everybody goes to for a certain news now. And it's just, it's just, like, it's just really huge, and it's very impactful. Like, because technology is also advancing, and we're finding, like, more ways to, like, interact with others outside of our own, like, vicinity is just really out there.
1: So along with that, um, just to kind of not, not necessarily lighten the mood, but just to kind of switch the subject a little bit, um, since social media is so big and there's, like, this, I guess easier access to people that we wouldn't have access to like for example like we would not have become friends if it weren't for you know social media so like do you feel like so okay I guess I would say could you speak a little bit more on the positives of social media
0: oh there's so many positives especially like interactions like when we met like it was so wild it was literally off a tumblr snap follow train like I feel like that was, like, a really good thing that I, like, ended up doing and it, like, really connected us. And it's, like, I get to talk to a family that I don't have here. It's, like, it just connects people, and that's, like, a good thing. And it's also, like, bomb photos. <laughs> like, bomb photos. I like photos a lot. And it is it's just really great. I, there's so many good sides so many like good people out there and it's just really nice to know that they're like a click away Mm -hmm.
1: so how would you so we know that social media can be pretty good in like connecting people and making new friendships and things like that platonic relationships but what do you think about the effect that social media has on dating or if it has a connection with dating
0: I mean, it's the new wave, I feel like, like, because back then they didn't have technology, they had to, like, talk to each other Mm -hmm. face-to-face, and now that it's, like, you can talk to somebody literally in the same room as you by phone, Mm -hmm. so, like, you're not putting yourself all the way out there, and uh, I would say, like, in dating, oh, shit girl you know my dating fiasco oh but there's like it using social media for dating isn't wrong there's nothing wrong with that it's like it's like us saying it's like us saying trying to I'm I'm I supposed to say this it's like it's like when the other generation uh, parents were like y'all are not supposed to be in the same vicinity as each other because it's like mm. girls hang out with girls boys hung out with boys so it's like why are you talking to him like mm. you should not be seen around him like it's it's just growth and we gotta be open to it like i feel like it's kind of addicting because it's, it's it's at your fingertips and you had the decision to like delete it reinstall it and it's And it's very cyclical, I would say. It will for me in dating, perhaps.
1: Would you say it's... hmm, Would you say it does more good than bad or more bad than good?
0: I mean, I've heard success stories about people meeting over social media. Mm -hmm. And, like... But it's like meeting in social media and then meeting in real life they both have the same risk like Mm y'all y'all don't know this nigga crazy like they're both the same risk the only thing is you can see somebody and the others you can't so you're taking more of a risk when you only know somebody off face and what they say instead of like body language or the way they like communicate with others around okay
1: i see that Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, I would say like, in my own personal experience, when I was on dating apps and stuff like that, like, it was just a lot more, it was just a weird type of thing. Because for one, you get to connect with people, like you said, that you wouldn't meet otherwise. Um, Mm -hmm. But also like, you're getting to connect with these people that you've never seen in real life. Like, you've never had that personal interaction. And so, like, all of it is just very nuanced. Like, you guys are literally meeting the first time, like, seeing each other in person the first time that you guys ever meet. Like, as opposed to meeting organically, like, in a coffee shop or on the train or whatever the case may be. Like, there's kind of that... The element of surprise maybe is kind of gone because you already have been able to like stalk their social media you've already been able to like essentially know who they are before ever meeting them so like when you see them in person it's kind of just like nothing to find out maybe or I don't know how to put it like do you see what I mean
0: yeah I, I think so it's like but then it's like curiosity can also play in like mm. and like um when you know somebody when you think you know them mm. but they surprise you like you don't know what's for sh- what's for certain so you really yeah
1: okay so like what is your experience with dating as a 20 year old outside of not only like just in regards to technology, but like how did those relationships foster and how do they like affect you, I guess I would say?
0: Um, I would say all my relationships actually were off of social media mm-hmm. or like dating apps. And I I wouldn't say I regret anything, but there are a couple things I do regret. and But it's like, it made me all who I am. I just, I just, like, when I go on these things, like, I keep putting myself through it because it's, like, I'm here in this town, like, for school, and it's, like, I don't know anybody that intimately that I could, like, call up and say, hey, let's hang out, Mm -hmm. let's do this, blah, 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 every day, because it's, like, I like company. I like it a lot because it's, like, it's like I, lo- I like hanging out with somebody I share so many common interests mm-hmm. with so it's like it so that means like it's very hard for me to like connect because like I look for that so fast mm. and it's like I'm, I'm like I'm nice to everybody but then it's like every single time I meet somebody it just feels so I wouldn't say awkward but it's like it doesn't feel genuine to me This. I would say genuine as in, like, it doesn't feel right to me.
1: What do you mean? Like, like,
0: I, it, it, like, it just seems like I can't make a connection with anybody. It's like, it's just hinting at the idea, like, this person, like, when I connect with people, I connect with, like, off the bat. Mm-hmm. Like, with you. It's like, once we got past this, like, this introduction, like, saying hello and everything, mm-hmm. like, we instantly clicked. Mm-hmm. And like and then like how me and Miller met, like we met in seventh grade and our friend introduces us, like, hey, you wanna be best friends? It's like, yeah, let's be best friends. And it's like off the bat clicking me and Courtney, hey, you got gum. It was during a fire drill. Like <laughs> it's like these weird spontaneous things and it's and it's like I treasure like initial meetings so much 'cause it like it defines the relationship for me already. Yeah. So it's, like, I seek these things, and, like, the reason I keep going back to social media is because, like, I haven't found it, and the last nigga I did find, he fucking broke my heart, but it's okay, I'm moving on, I'm pushing forward, you know, again, so I'm back on it, again.
1: (laughs) I feel it. So, like, with the the connection thing? Do you think it's possible? Find a, like just being that we are in the social media age where like social media is so heavy do you think it's possible to still have relationships that develop over time rather than like just an immediate connection or do you think that the relationships that matter the most are the ones that you just connect off back?
0: i'm not saying like uh when I don't initially connect with somebody Mm -hmm. that that relationship doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It matters, but it's like, there's so many levels to me that they don't know. And it's like, with that connection, it can like open them up. Mm -hmm. There's like a certain intimacy level that I have. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wouldn't like just reserve it. For like in real life people because that's all I've done Mm -hmm. and the like you were the last internet friend I made like Mm -hmm. I don't like I try to interact on social media but it's like nobody's like interacting with me like Mm -hmm. that like in a way that they want to sort of like make a friendship Mm -hmm. so so I haven't made any like social media friends like that
1: so like, where do, if that answers so, your question, yeah, it does. So like, where do you think that like, where do you think that feeling is sourced? Like, not feeling like anyone is able to really connect for real. Do you think it's due to the internet solely, or do you think that it's due to like something else, something non-related to the internet, or do you think it's something else and the internet?
0: Um. I was about to say something and then it slipped away. Mm, Let's see. I would say. Can you repeat it for me one more time? Yeah,
1: so like this kind of frustration that I was hearing from you, like this inability to really connect with people. Do you think that that's sourced from the Um, internet or do you think it's sourced from maybe a – overarching culture that exists or like what do you think how do you think that or where do you think that's sourced
0: I feel like it just stems from me individually because mm-hmm. I, f- I think I'm an introvert like mm-hmm. I want to go out but I don't go out and like I just stay inside all the time like is it's very hard for me to talk to people I don't know if they don't want to talk to me either like mm-hmm. I don't like unless like I'm like networking of course I have to step outside of my zone but I feel like it individually because I've like I've had friends like I've connected with and they all just like we don't talk anymore and it's like I don't want anybody like to do that again to me because it's like time is precious People's time should not be wasted. I'm not saying like everything we've done is like wasted or anything, mm-hmm. but it's like we've made all these memories just to forget about them because we don't talk anymore.
1: Okay, I feel that. So, I what I'm kind of picking up is like there's two things that exist, like a fast-paced drop it and go or pick it up and go type of uh, type of deal. But there's also this like kind of need to be grounded and to be like have something consistent is that what you mean
0: yeah like i don't like i'm not saying like if you if we don't connect straight away like we're not gonna be friends at all like period like (laughs) dead stop no it's like it's like if there's if there's like a try in both directions Mm -hmm. like i i I like those friendships too, cause it's like it's like a slow burn. Like mm-hmm. it, they take everything, like by time, and it's and it's very precious, cause it's like it's a thoughtful thing. Like mm-hmm. it's a whole thought processing thing, and and it's and it's very endearing to like make one of those friendships. But it's like I've never had those friendships to like fully experience, like time and growth with somebody like that. I've just had like fast connections and we've took it from there and further
1: do you think that maybe there's like this fear to connect i noticed that you said that like um basically that like sometimes you're afraid to like really make those connections and then just have them you know kind of dissipate and just you know kind of act like they never happened like do you think there's this fear of connection because of this possibility that you know, could just mean something one day and not mean something the next
0: yeah like just recently what happened with that guy mm-hmm. like it literally just hurt me like it it just It question like I started questioning myself like I was the bad person like I was the one who cut off the communication and it's like I feel like that moment again just made me realize like like people can do as they please like they can go without no explanation like of course yeah they got the right to that and and it's like just the hurt just like the whole feeling of like, the whole thought process of, like, damn, I'm so unwanted right mm-hmm. now, like, this person stopped talking to me, like, it's, it's just the whole downward spiral, like, once, like, in my, in my, like, experience, mm-hmm. like, once, like, I've been hurt, like, is this tragic.
1: Yeah, I get that. I definitely get that. Um... One thing I would say is, like, and this isn't like an advice piece or nothing, but one thing I would say is like, when I was in college, like, I had to learn right away that either, and this is something that I'm relearning now, because I kind of like reclused a little bit, but like, if you go, so college was totally new to me, like nobody in my family went to college, or in my immediately immediate family had gone to college, and so like, I was like, kind of thrown into it. And so my immediate reaction was just like standoffish, like just figure things out, kinda of like hesitant to make connection, not hesitant because I was afraid of being heard or being judged or like really just not fitting somewhere. But also after this huge event happened to me in college, it yeah. kind of forced me to be like, okay, um people, people have the desire to connect to people like I feel like it's almost human to want to connect to people but I feel like the thing that's holding us back which I'm like I said relearning because I've been reclusing but like the thing that's holding us back is this fear of like vulnerability and like fear of getting hurt so like I guess my question would be is it possible to not only operate in that fear like and just allow it to propel you forward and still, you know, forge connections and things like that? Or do you think that connections in general, because it's not just you, like it's it's not just you, like a lot of people feel this way. And so I wonder if it's possible to kind of restore this or I don't even know if it's restored because I don't know if people have always you know, been this way or whatever, but I wonder if it's possible to create in our 20-somethings, a sort of like... mm, That sounds corny as shit, let's think. Just a safe space in order to be vulnerable. Like, I know that a lot of us now are very like socially active, Like, like you were talking about the forest fires and things like that. Like, we're very aware of the things that are happening on a broad scale, but I don't think that we're as aware of the things that are happening on a more, um, individual scale and personal scale. Like our connections are failing like introspective, whatever the fucks are failing because like, we don't feel like we have those connections maybe because of social media or maybe because of like, what are what, predecessors, I guess? Like, the people, the generation before us has, like, passed down to us as, like, normal or healthy ways to think and cope with things. Like, I just wonder if we'll be able to create a space where we are able to be vulnerable. Like, basically, just reverse all the shit that we're talking about now. Like, this a fear to be vulnerable or this fear to make connections because of
0: You know, like, I wonder if it's possible to. I mean, I would say there's nothing wrong with using, like, like the fear as a propeller, Mm. like to propel you in life, uh, because it's good to, like, let things out instead of repress things. Mm -hmm. And the idea is like you're you're gonna like when I think of using that fear of like being like so hurt and everything Mm -hmm. so vulnerable I just I just think like that person is not meant to be in my life and that's fine and and then like and then like also using social media you also see like all these people who can be so open and vulnerable like like with this with this podcast it's like it's so open and it's so vulnerable because like it hits home so much Mm -hmm. because we all relate and then we're all in the same age range we all like almost experience the same things but it's Mm -hmm. like in totally different experiences and it's like it's great to have that connection. It's great to have that sphere of people who can relate and can be open to talk mm-hmm. about such things.
1: Okay. So you think having things like podcasts and stuff like that and different just areas to be vulnerable could kind of help recreate that vulnerability or that like eventually we could get to that point where we could be vulnerable and have Yes. Emotions. Okay
0: yeah it's like public vulnerability is nothing to be like shy about Mm -hmm. it's it happens everybody's vulnerable in a certain way Mm -hmm. and it takes us like certain type of people I wouldn't say certain type of people it's like it's like people I don't think people need to empathize because they would know like I'm trying to say this, like, in a way, like, because, like, when everybody's vulnerable, mm-hmm. there there's nothing to empathize mm-hmm. with because they all can relate. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I get that. That's, that's a good way to put that. I hadn't thought about that. I like that. Thank you. Hmm. So, like, as far as... So, like, you're 25, so that's, like, almost 30. So you're almost out of your yep. 20s. What would be some of yep. the things that you would like to do while you're still in your 20s?
0: Um, well, in my 20s, I want to finish my master's, mm-hmm. possibly my PhD. Okay. Um, in my 20s, if I don't go for my PhD, I want to adopt Eventually, if um, if a man is not in my life, that's on God. That's okay. Like, I don't need a I don't need a man to adopt. That's sure. <laughs> And if I do have a man by the time I'm in my twenties, still, I hope that we have a fruitful life together, man or others. <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs>
1: okay and that's still question i'm sorry go ahead
0: no as it says still questioning <laughs> true
1: <laughs> that kind of just brought up another question for me so like we're in an age now where i feel like a lot of people are kind of questioning what they were taught and i feel mm-hmm. like sexuality is one of those things Mm -hmm. And so, like, how do you feel, or first of all, I guess, why do you feel like people are starting to question sexuality more these days?
0: Um, I would say it's because we've had this amazing representation, I would say, or, like, the social awareness that there's these, Mm -hmm. like, there's this, like, group, I wouldn't say group because I'm not trying to, like, like define Mm -hmm. the it's just people like people who are proud and loud Mm -hmm. they're out there and it's like these people coming into age now Mm -hmm. these like children coming into age see this like openness and like this um what's the word uh Like, a representation of them, even if they're questioning because, like, the people that they see around is the reason why they're questioning. Mm. Other than them themselves also thinking through this and just being, like, open to the idea of not being the norm. Well, I wouldn't say norm, just not being what's appropriate in society right now. Mm. I just feel, yeah, representation yeah. is it's like great, but it's not it's not all out there mm-hmm. because there's some people who are not getting represented, and there's strives to make that happen.
1: So I know that there's a lot of criticism of our generation because a lot of people in in the um previous generations say like we're too sensitive and we are just too open or whatever like how do you feel about comments like those
0: i just feel like people are too nosy
1: <laughs> like if it doesn't include you don't worry about it mm. that,
0: that's just how i see things it's like there's times to step in and like voice an opinion but there's times that you just keep it pushing because if it's not hurting you and if it's not like weighing you down, mm-hmm. then it's not your problem. It's not it's not your issue at all to like want to say something about it.
1: Okay. So, like for example, I know. Well, this is controversial in itself, but I know that Dave Chappelle had a comedy. Sp- Have you seen it?
0: I saw the first few parts
1: of it and then I was like nah I can't do this <laughs> okay cause a lot of people like, I
0: used to, yeah I used to love watching that man mm-hmm. like the Chappelle show that shit mm-hmm. was funny and then it's like nobody's sensitive you're just saying right things that shouldn't be said now
1: mm-hmm. and where do you think that shift is like oh I think you said it actually that there's more conversation about it these days
0: yeah yeah definitely conversation because like if so so one of the classes i'm taking is called social problems right Mm -hmm. and so he was teaching well i read in the book too but it's like so take this grid that's that's the society Mm -hmm. that's all the like rules and everything like intersecting with the people and like lives right Mm -hmm. and then say there's this phenomenon let's call it b it's not it's not a phenomenon unless a group of people like significant people say something about it Mm. and people are saying things about it and that's when it becomes a social problem Mm. and like when people find like these phenomena like you got to be considerate too like it it may not like go with what what you're doing, who you are, how you live, but if you're not like I'm trying to say like if it's like if it's hurting a whole nother group, like what's the whole point of doing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I get that. I feel like I feel the same. I agree with you. Like I feel like people who say that this generation is too sensitive, like, to an extent, there is some truth to it. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. but ultimately, I feel like, like you were saying, if you see that it's hurting people to do something, to be homophobic, to be transphobic, to be anything, and like, why would you do it? Like, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. So I don't feel like we're being too sensitive. I feel like we're being aware of the things that hurt people and like you said it's become a phenomena because more people are speaking up about it so yeah i think Mm that's the
0: point yeah
1: well uh what was i gonna say damn i am not here today (laughs) oh i have one more thing i wanted to ask you i think i'm not sure if i touched on this but as far as like friendships that you've cultivated do you feel so okay so you have a best friend her name is and like Uh, oh I
0: don't have a best friend I have best friends
1: (laughs) okay so you got some best friends or whatever do you feel like your relationship with your best friends have changed in any way since you entered your 20s
0: I feel like we've all grown to an extent like we've like in my relationships it's like there's a whole lot of ups and downs There is times when I was like bullshitting to the most there's times where I was just like so inconsiderate and in everything and it's just like having still the support that they're around made me realize like like, what type of relationship that, we're, that we have and are gonna have, and it's, like, it's just, like, growth in all itself that I've had, like, in my relationship, like, in the 20s, like, meeting you, Miller, and Courtney when I was younger, like, like, we all knew, like, we were around the same mm-hmm. age range, and, like, we were with the times, we were with this shit, so mm-hmm. we were having fun, and just, like, and then, like, life comes around, like, mm-hmm. we have to start adulting, like, this is the time, like, we get serious, this is, like, the time where friendships are tested, mm-hmm. and it's, like, like, just going into your 20s, it's just, like, growth, that's all it is, it's just growth and coming to terms with, like, how you, how the relationship is, like, is, or is going to be, and that's how I see it.
1: So, what would you say, because... I would say that it's almost—I mm, wouldn't say unheard of—but it's becoming more and more difficult to have long-term friendships. So, what would you say has kept your friendship strong? Being that, like you said, both all everyone at this age is really trying to grow and come into themselves. Like, what would you say has kind of held them together?
0: Sorry, you were breaking in and out on my
1: end, so i okay. really fully
0: get the question.
1: Okay, so my question was, like, being that, like you were saying, we're all growing and things like that in our 20s. We're all kind of coming into ourselves. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Being that we're all kind of just coming into ourselves, what would you say was the thing or some of the things that kind of helped you keep your friendship keep your friendships, I guess, together during, like, a time of, like, great change and stuff like that?
0: I would say communication. Mm. Like, yeah, I'm a communication (laughs) (laughs) major. but communication, I feel like, is massive key Mm. because we don't know how to read other people's minds, first Mm, of all. That's true. And you can't just assume because, you know what, assuming makes an ass out of you and me. (laughs) So, is is this communication being open and being willing to be open minded? Mm-hmm. Is it's very, because relationships relationships are very hard, mm-hmm. I would say, to like maintain, mm-hmm. because you gotta be like a tune, in tune with each other, some in some way. Mm-hmm. You, like, I I like knowing, I like knowing, like, uh, I like knowing, like, how my friends are all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I like knowing, like, what y'all getting into type of thing. Like, I like, I like being a part of your life, mm-hmm. but not, like, almost overshadowing, like, shadowing your life. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what I want to do, but it's like just being there, being a friend and like being a friend has like so many meanings in mm-hmm. different relationships so it's very vast to be a friend and this is all in all communication being there and just being open and willing willingly to like communicate
1: yeah. <laughs> I agree. I think this is a good way to wrap this up. Again, thank you so much for being a part of this series. Thank you for being a part of my life. I appreciate you in a lot of different ways. But um, before we get out of here, guys, I just wanted to give another shout out to May Moon. Um, Again, make sure that you follow her social media. You can repeat it one more time so they can get it
0: i want to say thank you again for having me like <laughs> i've always dreamed of this to be honest uh, <laughs> God, it's... i'm so serious like i want to be on your podcast remember yeah we were, like, talking... <laughs> <laughs> yes um yeah so follow me on twitter at moony underscore and my instagram is maymoon.g that's m-a-i-m-u-n-o that's in m as in mary a as in apple <laughs> I as in igloo, M as in Mary, U as in Uno, No as in No,
1: O as in O, (laughs) dot G. All right. So we're going to wrap it up, guys. I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode. Make sure, as always, that you are liking this and sharing this um, with your friends and your family, anyone that you love. Make sure that not only are you listening to this podcast, but you're sharing these conversations with other people that you love, including yourself. Um, all right, guys, talk to you next time. Bye. <laughs> yeah.